Well, good morning. Thank you for joining Declaring Victory. This is Reverend E.K., and I want to welcome you this morning. If there's anyone on the line, let's sound off. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Anybody here on Declaring Victory? Anybody here? I know we're a few minutes early. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, good morning and welcome to Declaring Victory. Good morning, God morning, great morning. Glad to have you on this favorite Friday. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory. This is Reverend E.K. Dawson. Glad to have you. Welcome on this favorite Friday. Happy Friday, Reverend E.K. Hey, glad to hear your voice. Who am I talking to? It's Restore Resilient Rochelle. Good morning, good morning, sir. Good morning, yes. <laughs> Glad to hear Have your a blessed day. Yes. Good morning. Declare victory. <laughs> well, praise the Lord. God is good all the time. And he is worthy to be praised. Good morning. Welcome, Bob. You're very welcome. Well, this is Reverend E.K. Johnson, and I'm glad to hear your voice on this favorite Friday. Uh, We want to welcome you, and don't be afraid to speak to us this morning. Come on, let's put it out there. Speak back. Let us know who's out there listening. Uh, and where are you listening from? Amen. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, God morning, great morning. This is Reverend E.K. Dawson. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Anybody else join the line? Well, good morning. We're excited about you coming this morning. Uh, and we're excited about what God is about to do for us on this call and in our lives. We are excited about the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're serious about the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Good morning, God morning, great morning. It's Reverend E.K. Uh, and trying to see who all is on the line. Good morning. Who is with us this morning? Good morning, Reverend E.K. This is Marcus. Good to hear your voice, sir. Hey, sir. Good to hear your voice as well. Yeah, anybody else join the line? Good morning, and welcome Good to this favorite. Good morning, happy Friday. Good morning, happy Friday. This is Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the car. Have a great day. Hey, hey. Hey. Good to hear your voice, Sister Lisa. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Anybody else join us on this blessed Friday, this favorite Friday? Hallelujah. And welcome to Declaring Victory. This is Reverend E.K. Dawson. Well, I want to welcome you this morning. 
see anybody else? Anybody else? Good morning, God. Morning, great morning. Hey, good morning, Rev. It's Dee. Hey, good morning. Blessings to you, brother. Hey, sir. Love you. Have a happy favorite Friday. There it is. There it is. Thank you so much. Amen. Well, welcome to Declaring Victory. Amen. This is Reverend E.K. Dawson, and I'm glad to hear your voice. As uh, Dee just said, welcome to Favorite Friday, uh, and we are excited that you are here and decided to join us this morning on the prayer call to have a little talk with Jesus. Amen. Is anybody else uh, that has joined the call that would like to say good morning this morning? Hey, good morning, family. Cedric's on the call. All right. Right on, brother. Good to hear your voice. Good morning. Yeah, preparing to see what God is about to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, well, we're real close to our time. We can go ahead and prepare to get started. Anybody else before we go ahead and get jump in? Good morning. Happy Saber Friday. It's Kai and Kim. Enjoy your week, and I love each of you. Amen. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Kai and Kim. Good morning. Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, and uh, as normal, uh, hello, I am Reverend E.K. Dawson, uh, and I am your host. Thank you for joining Declaring Victory. And we are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m., 6, I'm sorry, 6 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, 8, 8 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our job is to edify, to encourage, to empower, and equip you and your walk with Christ. To make sure that the call, uh, make sure to call during the month of November where our monthly theme is leadership, where our monthly theme is leadership. And each declare will focus on how leadership plays a vital role in planting, sowing, and reaping in God's desire for us within the work that we do for him to make sure that we invite a friend and that they can be blessed as well. They can be blessed too. Make sure that you invite a friend so they can be blessed also. Uh, and there is one announcement. Uh, join us this evening at 6 p.m. Uh, p.m. 8 uh, Pacific Standard Time, 8 uh, p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 Eastern Standard Time for Friday Night Live with Sister Dee Dee Felder uh, and share with us on the subject of restored. Uh, and our subject tonight will be restored. Uh, and you are sure to be blessed. Amen. Uh, checking the prayer uh, app, uh, there is none. Uh, and the order of the call, prayer and corporate praise, will be brought by our very own uh, good brother Marcus. And then our declaration will be brought uh, by Pastor Lavelle. Amen. Uh, and then we will go right into closing comments, hosted by the declarer. Amen. Again, we will go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare and the scripture for today, Proverbs 8 and 23 and 24. Be sure, be sure that you know the condition uh, of the flock and to give careful attention to your herds for riches do not endure forever and the crown are not secure for all generations. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we're going to ask you to put your phones on mute until it's ready to come off. And now I pass the call to our prayer warrior, our dear brother Marcus. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. We love you. We adore you. We come to you to say thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace. Thank you, Lord. Uh, especially in those times when we don't deserve it. God, you've been so good to us. You have watched over us. You continue to take care of us. You provide for us. You 
you are there for us. You are everywhere at the same time, and we're grateful. God, you are just so good, and we thank you for being a good, good father. Lord, help us to be better than we were yesterday. Help us to be better people every day. Lord, help us to live our lives the way that you have instructed for us to live according to your word. Help us to study your word even more and to 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 apply it to our daily lives in every situation. We pray, God, for each and every person that is on this call right now, God, that you would touch them in every way. You know every person, need by need, uh, desire by desire, prayer by prayer. I pray, God, that you would go into every home, every family, and bless right now in the name of Jesus, God, that you would touch, that you would heal, that you would deliver, that you would set free, God. God, that you would do the impossible, God, in their lives. God, somebody's asking and believing you for a miracle. And I, and I pray, God, that that miracle is brought forth for them, God, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray, God, that you would show them uh, how how you work, God, that you would um, just be the, the, be, the, be the strong power in their situation, oh, God. And we thank you for it. We know you, God, to be a healer, God. We pray, God, that you can heal right now. By your stripes, we are healed. So, Lord, we claim that as done right now, God. I pray that you would be the doctor in the sick room, God, that you would touch somebody's body right now that is dealing with pain or some kind of disease or health issue. God, that you would help them, God. Bless them. Touch them now in the name of Jesus and give them victory in every area. Lord, uh, I just pray, God, that they not they don't get discouraged by the reports, the medical reports, God, but that they believe the report of the Lord and remember that you have it all in control. Lord, we pray for that person who's dealing with some legal battles, some legal issues right now. Pray that you would bring them through in the name of Jesus, God, that you would pull them through, God, that you would help them to stay stay close to you, God, to keep in touch with you, God, to keep praying and keep looking up and keep seeking you as their ultimate counselor, uh, mighty, wonderful counselor. And we thank you for it. We bless you for it, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray for every married couple now, God, that you would unite them, that you would bind them together, that you would give them peace and love and joy uh, in their homes, in their marriages, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you that you're doing it now. Revive their marriage, God. Give them more of what they need, and we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, Father God, I want to pray for all of the victims of those who are in the Middle East. God, you know all of the things that are happening. God, uh, you are in control of even that, God. And so we believe in you now that you are going to make a way, uh, that you are going to turn things around. Uh, you're doing it even now, God. Um, the situation seems so difficult and so troubling and impossible, God, but we know that there's nothing impossible for you, God, that you have your hand in control of it all. And so, Lord, we trust you that, that uh, things will turn out all right. I pray, God, for those families that are here that have family members there in the Middle East who are concerned about their loved ones. I pray, God, that you give them comfort, God, um, that you will bless them, God, those that have lost loved ones. I pray, God, that you will give them peace and comfort right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for every church leader, pastor, bishop, apostle, um, uh, lay leaders, everyone else, God, I pray that you will bless them in the name of Jesus. God, as our theme is leadership, we want to pray, God, for all of our leaders, God, political, spiritual, uh, family leaders, um, city leaders, state leaders, God, that you would bless them now. Touch them in the name of Jesus, God. Give them what they need uh, to do a better job than what they're doing now. We thank you for it. We bless you for it. Let our counties be better, better because of it. Let our states be better. Let our country be better. Our world be better because our leaders are, are, are being better. Our churches will be better. Our families will be better, oh God. Our schools will be better, God. And we thank you for it, Lord. We believe you for it right now in the name of Jesus. God, our streets will be better because uh, there are people who are not going to allow um, the enemy to take control of our of our cities and our streets. And so, Lord, I just pray, God, that you would 
give victory right now in the name of Jesus in every area um, of our lives, oh God. Lord, I just want to lift up right now, Sister Dion, God, Sister Tanya right now. Bless them in the name of Jesus, God. You know what their needs are. You know what their desires are. You know what their um, prayers are or whatever it is. I just pray, God, that you would bless, touch, heal, deliver, set free. God, that you would give them victory in every area of their lives, God. And their families, God, their children, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Every parent that's representing, I pray for parents right now, God. Give them strength right now. Parents and children, God. Give them the peace, God, to parent their children well, God. Uh, as your word says, we should raise them up uh, in the way that they should go so that they will not depart from it. Uh, when they get old, and we thank you, Lord, that you've given us the wisdom and the wherewithal to do it all in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Lord. We thank you uh, for every person on this call, God. We lift up our praise. We lift up our worship, oh God. Regardless of what we go through, we give you glory, God. Regardless of what we put ourselves through, we give you glory, God. Thank you for freeing us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for delivering us. Thank you for vindicating us. Thank you for setting us free, oh God. Thank you for making us whole, God. Thank you for turning our lives around and making things right. Oh, we bless you, God. Help us, God, to, to, to lean into you and to trust in you and to look to you to the heal from what comes our help. Our help comes from you, oh God. We trust you now. We believe you now. We give you all the glory and all the praise, God, because you deserve it all. You are the God of miracles, God of wonders. And so, God, we call on you, the God of miracles, the God of wonders. God, work a miracle right now. Work a wonder right now. We believe it. We believe it and we call it as so. God, we don't want you to just be the song, the God we sing about. We want you to be the God that we, that we can see you working, oh God. Help us to see you working. Help us to believe that you're working so we can see you working. And we thank you for it, Lord. Help us take our hands off of it and cast it at your feet, whatever it is that we're dealing with. Cast it at your throne. Cast it on you, God, because you said you care for us, and we should do that. So, Lord, we do that now. We cast our cares upon you. We cast our burdens on you. We cast our, um, our, our worries at your feet, oh God that you can have it, God. And when we cast it, we won't pick it up again. We bless you for it. We honor you for it. And we believe it now. Now, Lord, as we take our phones off me, we ask that you help us, God, to, to just worship you now and give you praise. And we give you glory right now. We just want to worship you and honor you and adore you and praise you. So we take our phones off me and we give you praise. We take our phones off me and we give you glory. We take our phones off me and we magnify you. We take Thank our phones off me and we, we, we lift you, up your name, oh God. We call out yes, your name, Lord. oh God. Your name, you, you are the name above every name. Thank you, you are the king above all kings. You, you are the Lord all above all lords. You are, you are a wonderful counselor. You are a healer, oh God. Thank you, you are deliverer, God. Thank you for your you love and your mercy. Your grace every problem. You are our mighty counselor. Jesus Christ, we thank you for just another day, dear Lord. Thank you, thank you. That you've created us. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your We bless you, oh God. Thank you, God, oh God. There's no name like your name. Glory to your name, There's Jesus. There's no name like your name. There's nobody like you, Jesus. Nobody like you, Lord. Nobody like you, Lord. Nobody like you, Oh King of kings, Lord, 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 Lord
You are Thank you for Thank the heart of God, you are feel right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord. Hallelujah. From, from a slight sickness to a sickness. You are able to heal it all. You are blessed. You have the power. We glorify you right now. Thank
Wow. If if I could declare a topic this morning, I would just call this um, facing opposition with the strength of leadership. Facing opposition with the strength of leadership. What what does it mean um, to have an equipped leader? Um, I, I, I believe, I believe that it depends what area that you tend to live in. Um, um, and when I say live, I'm, I'm not suggesting your lifestyle, but I am suggesting your fight for survival. Because the truth of the matter is, if, if you are battling, like I'm sure everybody is battling all the things that are going on in this life, um, uh, you're battling life's foes. You're 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 facing ups. You're facing downs. Um, you're facing ends. You're you're facing outs. Um, I mean, you're, you're you're dealing with so much. Then you need solid leadership. Um, and 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 I need to say this parenthetically that um, leadership is not easy. It it is not easy. Um, and um, y'all keep texting me. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Oh, okay. all right. Just want to make sure. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. I'll keep texting me. Okay, all right. Um, um, again, leadership is 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 not easy. Um, most of you that know me know I pastor two churches, and um. And I had uh, one of my members call me just the other day, and she said, "Pastor, you you are so awesome. You 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 are so awesome. You you do this, you do that. You um, everybody loves you. Uh, this and that." And I said, "Oh, really?" And she said, "Yeah." She said, "Why? Why would you ask me that? Why would you say that?" I said, "You know, out of both churches, it seems like I only get one person that calls and says, Pastor, are you okay?' Pastor." Um, um, do you need anything? And um, and I said, um, I said to them, I said, um, I said, uh, you're you're doing it today, but every Sunday I walk in smiling, but you have no idea the hurt that's behind that smile. But in the midst of all of my hurt and all of what I'm dealing with, the pastor, the leader, he pours so much into everybody else but nobody pours back into him or her and i don't think people even realize that when i look at uh even dion being the leader of this call and stuff um uh, sometimes i just call her just to say sis are you all right do you need anything and and we all need um solid leadership every one of us uh that are on this line today those of us who breathe who inhale exhale every one of us are in that category and if it is that you're battling life's pose facing ups and down then you need solid leadership and we all have to face some difficulties some some ups some downs some vicissitudes we all have to experience the things of life and for some strange and unknown reason life does not always play fair wow but the ability to overcome life's pitfalls is our willingness to accept wisdom from godly leadership, from godly leadership. And and when I read this text, it, it excited me because the first three words captures an event that occurred in the life of Israel that literally sets precedent for every child of God. It says, then came Amalek. Now, now the reason that's so profound is because that then suggests that this attack comes on a foothill as a footnote or as an addendum to something that they had experienced just a little bit earlier. Then came Amalek. Now, you got to get this because there are some circumstances in our life that will dictate to us that if we are not careful, there will be something that is coming after we are where we are. Now, maybe I need to say that another way. Maybe you think that you're just flying around in life like leaves blowing capriciously in the wind. Maybe you assume your existence is by happenstance rather than by 
circumstance. Maybe you assume that you're here by chance and, and not by choice, by proxy and not by purpose. But I want to serve notice on everybody on this line today that all of us have been given divine appointment as connected to the purposes of God in our lives. Now, now maybe not as collective individuals, but God has called each of us to a particular purpose on planet Earth. And watch this, no thing, no thing will ever happen in life without the direct connection and permission from an almighty God. Wow. Wow. You do know that 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 every time Satan tempts you, every time Satan bothers you, he's got to go get God's permission. Right. You, you do know Revelation chapter 12 talks about the deceiver of the brother and goes to God day and night on your behalf. Right. Right. And, and, and so and so if God puts something on you, it must mean that you he, he knows you can handle it. He can't he can't put everything on everybody because some people can't handle it. Uh, and, and so and so when we go through, go go walking through life, life with our ups and our downs, going through valleys, going through seas, going over oceans, when we experience the best of life, be keenly aware that Amalek is on his way. Because, because, because that there are times in life that we assume that because things are going so well and we're riding on the success of our stuff and we're riding on the wings of our popularity, we're gliding on the thrust of our connections. I want you to know that Amalek always shows up right there and out of nowhere. I mean, may, maybe everything is going, going well for you, but please understand that one phone call can be Am Amalek. I mean, you woke up this morning singing hallelujah. You you get home and discover that your house has been burned down. One event can be Amalek. Sometimes you paid all your bills and everything's going well. And the next thing you know, one pink slip, one call can be Amalek. And I want you to understand that Amalek shows up at the most inopportune times. He, he shows up when you're not looking for him. He shows up when you're not expecting him. He shows up and he makes himself known. So I hear you asking me, Pastor Jones, how, how do I deal with those uncertainties that occurs in my life? And, and every one of us has them. All of us who live on planet Earth, we face uncertainties. I mean, one day you're doing all right and then you feel a little funny in your body and you go to the doctor check out what's wrong and you discover there's cancer. Then comes Amalek. Something going on real strange in your house. Your child, children uh, don't seem to be active, right? You've noticed some slight changes and you're not really sure what it is. And then you decide to go and investigate and you go to digging in their little private belongings and you discover that somebody's selling drugs out of your house. Then comes Amalek. Or you open up the closet and you see stolen goods in your house. Amalek knows how to show up and he shows up at the most inopportune times. So the question is this morning, how do I deal with Amalek? Well, first of all, you got to really know who Amalek really is because Amalek is a nomadic people. This, this is a people who, who didn't have any particular homeland. In fact, they're of the lineage of Esau. You, you do remember that Esau gave up his birth birthright for a plate of food. He gave up his status in order to gain something for a moment. And, and, what's, and, 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 what suggests, uh, and, and what suggests something to us even now, many times we will give up our future for, for what we can have right now. Some couldn't wait on God's promise, so we decided to grab what we can grab now and later for what's later. I mean, we never make plans for the future. We always look for what's in front of us. We never realize that there, there, there are always some pitfalls around the next corner. We don't know how to prepare for tomorrow, so we're just looking uh, for right now. Well, well, this kind of people, this kind of people describes a nomadic people, a people who never had anything. And any time they gain anything, don't miss this. It was in result of them taking it from somebody else. This, this tribe of Amalek shows up. This tribe of Amalek is trying to get what somebody else had. Maybe you don't know anybody like that, but I know some people who can never be happy for some folks. They're only happy for themselves. And when somebody else is doing all right, they want to talk about them like dogs. And maybe you don't know anybody like that, but Amalek has that in his nature. His nature has been on destroying. He, he's been on poisoning. He's been on using. Amalek always knows where to found, find you. But I want to tell you that Amalek is certain to come. And in order for you to deal with this issue, 
understand that you will not be able to avoid Amalek. You see, you see, because what Amalek is connected to is your response to God's blessing. It's right here in the text, because if you back up to verse five, it says, and the Lord said unto uh, Moses, go before the people, take the elders with you and take the rod and smite the rock. He says from that particular rock, water is going to come out of it. Now watch what happens. Verse six says, and I will stand before thee upon the rock in Oreb and shall smite the rock and there shall come water out of it that the people may drink. And Moses did in the sight of the elders of, uh, uh, in, in Israel, and he called the name of the place Mesa or Meribah because of the children, they tempted the Lord saying, is the Lord among us. Now, when you back up to verse number one and you read all the way up through, you'll notice that these children of Israel who were called out and selected by God, receiving the favor of God, um, uh, they, they are now bitter. Uh, these children of Israel are now bitter against the Lord because they're in a wilderness and there is no water. So they begin to complain. They begin to complain. I wish we had stayed home to die. We'd be better off in Egypt. Moses, you done brought us out here to die. There's no water. And so the Bible says they chide with Moses. In other words, they, they're saying stuff and frustrating his leadership. In addition to chiding with Moses, the Bible also says in that same chapter that they murmured against Moses. Now, now chiding on one hand is physically rebelling. But murmuring on the other hand is not doing anything physical, but it's saying stuff real low. You know, you know how folks do. They say stuff real low. And I want to tell you that there will always be folk like that in the crowd. Some who will speak up real loud because uh, they'll look like they're successful and some who won't say it loud, but they'll say it real low under their breath. But I want you to understand they forgot to realize where they were. The mere fact that they were in the wilderness meant that they were away from bondage. To be in, in the wilderness meant that I escaped the awful hand of Pharaoh. Pharaoh made me build bricks without straws. Pharaoh made me build buildings by carrying bricks on my back. Pharaoh caused my children to suffer. Pharaoh caused my wife to suffer. Pharaoh sacrificed my children. Pharaoh sacrificed my people. Pharaoh stole my identity. And here God uses Moses to deliver them from the hand of Pharaoh. And just because they're in a wilderness period, it seems like they just forgot the blessings that God had given to them. And I want to tell you, although things may be going slow in your life, don't you be so foolish to forget where God has brought you from. But sometimes when things ain't happening for us the way we want them to happen, sometimes when things ain't going the way we want them to go, we think we're in a wilderness experience and we forget what God has did for us and where we came from. The idea of a wilderness is to erase some of the stuff that you knew in Egypt. So before I can take you to the promised land, I've got to empty you out of the stuff you knew in Egypt. Because where I want to take you, you can't bring that other stuff, right? Because you do understand that every, every, every Israelite in this text grew up in Egypt. They, 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 they look like the Egyptians. They walk like the Egyptians. They talk like the Egyptians. They smell like the Egyptians. They were Egyptian to the bone. All they knew was Egyptian theology. It had been 400 years since they had come out of Egypt. And, and, and yet the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was an ancient and irrelevant thought. All they knew was Egyptian theology. And so here they are leaving, leaving Egypt with idols in their suitcases. God let down a heavenly hydraulic system and opened the torrid waters of the Jordan River. And they walked over on, on dry land, but they had idols in their suitcases. Uh, their clothes and their shoes never wore out. But they had idols in their suitcases. They, de they, de they, de they defeated the seven uh, uh, nations that inhabited Canaan, but they had idols in their suitcases. And after 75 years, Joshua calls the people together and says, you think I didn't know. He said, you, you've been giving God lip service because when you went down, when you, when, you, when you laid down in your tents at night, you bowed down and worshiped Egyptian idols. He said, and now you got a choice. And that's when he told them to choose you this day whom you will serve, right? 
the, the idea of the wilderness, watch this, the idea of uh, 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 when we forget where we come from sometimes, the idea of the wilderness is to erase some of the stuff that you knew in Egypt. So before I can take you to the promised land, I got to empty you out of some stuff that you had in Egypt. Because where I want to take you, you can't bring that other stuff with you. I, I've got some folks that, that left another church and came to my Stockton church. And I told them the stuff that you had at that other church, you can't bring it over here. And they looked at me funny. Listen, our problem is when we get in new relationships, we always mess up because 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 we always take the bitterness and the old stuff from the old relationships to the new relationships. And what we do sometimes, we take the old stuff from old ministries and bring it to the new ministry. And guess what, baby? It just ain't going to work, right? The idea of wilderness is to erase some of the stuff that you knew in Egypt. So before I can take you to the promised land, I got to empty you out of the stuff you had in Egypt, because where I want to take you, you can't bring that other stuff. You might be wondering why God got you waiting in the wind. You, you, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know when he's going to do something. He may be trying to empty some of the other stuff out of you, because where God wants to take you, you can't bring the best in with that mess. So here they are. They forgot that God had done some great things for them. And so now they start chiding with the leadership and murmuring against the leadership. And I need to tell you, whenever you forget where God has brought you from, you'll start saying some stuff that you can't take back. And, you know, it, it, it is very difficult to unring a bell. So, so make sure that if you want to ring it, that you go ahead and ring it. Because if you ring the bell, you can't catch the sound and bring it back once his ring is rung, right? In other words, if we're not careful, if we forget how, God, how, how good God has been to us, we'll start saying some stuff that we really don't mean. And it's very difficult to catch back what you said by saying, I'm sorry, but you've already did the damage. You see, when you've spoken against God's leadership and you've murmured against God's leadership, and when you fought against God's leadership, you've already did it. And God already told you, don't touch my anointed, do my prophets no harm. I know you're in a wilderness now, but it's not the leader's fault that you're in a wilderness. God is trying to de-Egyptianize you. So I'm taking you through a cleansing process to erase some of the stuff stuff out of you. So before I can bless you, I got to clean you up. Don't get mad at the leadership because God is taking you the way he's going. He's, he or she's got to follow God's direction. And if he wants to take you on a pleasure cruise, then God is going to deal with him or her. But when God wants to wash you up and empty you out, he's got to take you away from some of that other stuff. You wonder why you don't have the friends you used to have, the family members you used to have? God is moving you away from them. And whatever you do, don't, don't you dare forget God. Don't forget that it was God who stepped out from nowhere and called something from nothing and hung that something on nothing and called it earth. Then he took the radiance from something he called earth and flung it against the bosom of the midnight dome and called it stars. Don't forget that it was God who taught the lightning how to do its dance and jig across the, uh, the bosom of the misty blue ether. Don't forget that it was God who, who, who carpeted the earth with grass and then took the anvil of his own hand and tacked it down with trees fragrances of daffodils, roses, and all kinds of beautiful regalia. And the sparks he rolled it up and caught and called one moon and told the other one to be light. Don't forget that it was God who put the sweetness in the peaches, the bitterness in the lemon, the tang in the orange, the calcium in the milk, and the protein in the meat. Don't forget that it was God who taught the skunk how to stink, put the leaf in the leopard, put the laughter in the hyena, put hair on the gorilla, and put fragrances in the tulips. Don't forget that it was God who wrote every tune that every mockingbird ever sang. Don't forget that it was God who taught the fish how to swim, the birds to fly, the monkeys to jump, the dog to bark, the lion to growl. And don't you dare forget that it was God who stooped and scooped and formed man from the dust of the ground. And he knows every hair on your head. And don't forget that God knows what you need. Don't forget God. And when God gives you a leader, don't forget God gives you a leader according to what he knows you need. Don't forget God. And see, Israel forgot that God had favored them. So Israel, the Bible says they really didn't hurt Moses, but they were really tempting God. You, you have to understand the Bible says that they tempted the Lord. And as soon as they tempted the Lord, the Bible says, then came Amalek. And I want you to go back to why certain things have happened in your household. Could it be in response to what I did to God and God's man or woman? 
You see, if I want any kind of favor in my uh, of God in my house, the first thing that I've learned to do is speak favorably of the God man or the God woman. Might not understand them all the time, might not agree with them all the time, but if I want my house blessed, I'm going. I, I'm, I got to make sure that my house ain't got nothing to do with going on with no mess going on at the church, because I want my house blessed. And you see, I know if I bless the prophet. I receive a prophet's reward and a prophet's reward means understanding and insight into the heavenlies. It's no mystic thing. It's, it's not the fact that God gives them unusual insight and intimacy and favor with God. You do know that the same uh, preacher prophet Moses was the only man in scripture. The Bible says that spoke to God face to face. Now, if anybody knew God, Moses knew God. So my question to y'all, why in the world would I want a war with somebody that stands between me and God? Speaking on my behalf, speaking favor into my life, speaking for me. Why would I want to fight that kind of person? Let me tell you something else about Amalek. I'm done. Amalek has a strategy. It's certain that they're coming, but they're strategic when they come. You see, because Amalek's tactic was to come in from behind. Now, now you got to get this because the reason he comes in from behind is because Amalek travels like a pack of hyenas. You see, nomadic people always look for the weakly sick people to take out. And normally the weakly sick ones are dragging along in the back. And so what Amalek would do is when two million plus folk would pass by, they would wait in the bushes for the ones who were lagging behind. And Amalek would show up and, and attack. Now, I want to tell you that there will always be sickly weak members in the church. They don't follow the man of God or woman of God closely, but they lag way behind. They say stuff like, Rev, I'm with you. But they watch to look back to see who else going to support. And if the right people don't get on the bandwagon, then they won't either. And what the enemy does is come in from the back and he attacked the weak one. Now, the only way that Moses knew that Amalek had attacked was because he was in a leadership position. Word comes to Moses, they were under attack. From the rear, Amalek got us. He catches you when you're not looking. He catches you when you don't expect him. He knows how to catch you with your guards down. Just when you think it was nobody knew uh, who it was that threw the rock and, 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 hid, and you hid your hand, Amalek is right there because you've tempted God. But I want to tell you, if you're going to win, please understand that although Amalek is certain, his strategy is sure. Understand that God's servant has been spiritually selected. And notice there was no bickering about how they were going to deal with this, this situation. They came directly to Moses. Moses says to Joshua, it mentions Joshua, Aaron, and her. And the Bible says that Moses' hands were steady, uh, uh, was tired. He was tired. And they, they put a rock under him and, and, and they held up his hands. And as long as Amalek, as, as, as Moses' hands were, were lifted, then, 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 then Israel won the battle. But as soon as he put his hands down, then Amalek began to run, uh, to, to win the, the battle. And they, they stayed up Moses' hands. And as, as, as Israel prevailed, and, and, it's, and it's very important, my brothers and sisters, that we continue to hold our leaders up. I, 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 I'm doing a, a leadership conference in Vegas in two weeks, uh, and it's called Who's Holding Your Ladder? And it's, it's, very under, it's very important that we hold the leader's ladder as we deal with leadership all this month. We got to understand, we got to have equipped leaders, we got to have faithful leaders, but we got to have people who supporting leadership. Understand that Amalek is coming. He's coming. But how do I deal with Amalek? How do I fight with Amalek? I've got to be in a leadership position and I've got to support my leader. May God bless you. May God keep you. That's all I had for today. Um, uh, uh, is there anybody got any questions, any comments? Uh, uh, today on uh, on the declaration. Now's your time. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for your declaration. This is Sister Sylvia. I love this um, theme and teaching for this month as I'm in a intercultural leadership class and seminary. And everything you said, I'm going to go back and read these scriptures and. Um, just thank you so much. The, it's more than I have, but I'm going to let people get a chance to say good morning. Amen. Amen. Anyone else?
for more. Morning, Pastor Lavelle. Good morning. Anyone else? Come on. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good morning. This is Jubilant. Hey, Jubilant. Juju. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I always love your decorations, the way you break it down. All right. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. It's Kenya. Good morning. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning, it's Elsie. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Pastor Laville. This is Gloria's Gloria. Thank you hey, for that. Hey, sir, how are you? I'm wonderful, I'm wonderful. Good. All right, thank you. All right. Anybody else? Any questions? Any comments on the declaration? Now, now's your time. Because as leaders, y'all, sometimes we get weak. We we get weak. And 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 my two churches, and my Sacramento and Stockton churches. I'm gonna be totally honest with y'all. I um, I I I almost made up my mind this week that I didn't even want to do this anymore. Um, you know, I got I I have a full time job. I got two churches, and I'm a chaplain for two agencies. Um, I was I was prepared to just work my job and 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 do my chaplaincy because it seems as a leader that nobody cares. Nobody cares sometimes. And and sometimes you need to go back and just tell your leaders that you love them, because when I looked at the life of Jesus, uh, when he was hanging on the cross and he's hanging by himself, um, I began to. Um, to wonder about where are those who eyes he opened that were born blind? Where where were those when he was hanging on the cross who experienced him setting up a delicatessen in the desert with two fish and five loaves of bread to feed the multitude with a snack pack? I'm, I'm wondering where were those whose funeral processions he interrupted and caused dead folk to come back to life, even when he called by name? Isn't it strange as the leader how you can help a whole lot of folks, and when you're hanging by yourself, there's nobody there to help you. Isn't it strange how you can dry other folks' tears, and then when it's time for you to cry, there's nobody to dry your tears? Isn't it strange how you can be the backbone for your family and help everybody else out, bail everybody else out, and lean on your shoulders, and when it's time for you to be weak, you have nowhere to lean on? Isn't it strange, y'all, how you can be there for everybody else when it's time for you to go through your dilemma? There's nobody there for you. I've learned that sometimes you got to go through your own desolation. Anybody ever been there? You've been there for everybody else and nobody? Good morning. I just want to say happy favorite Friday. First of all, thank you for doing Bible. Thank you for taking the, the urgent request. We appreciate you here at Declare Victory. I think sometimes, I know for myself, uh, sometimes the leaders look so strong that they have it all together. So some people just don't understand that you guys need that, you know, uplifting and validation. Even just because you're a leader doesn't mean that you guys don't um, need the, you know, accolades and all the other things to um, give you strength. Our strength comes from the Lord, but it helps when you can hear the support. I get it, but sometimes as sheep, they we we don't know. It's not we, not me, but sometimes they just don't know how to encourage you because they think you're strong enough and that you're already encouraged. But from here, declare victory. We appreciate and we love you. So just know that part. You got one oh, nugget. That would be that. To hold on to that from declare victory. Blessings. Thank you. Amen. All right. Anyone else? Anyone else? Good morning, Jones. Good morning. This is Fisher. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. My day is about to get bad right now, Lord (laughs) Jesus. Sonia Fisher. Hey, Sonia. Well, well, wait, 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 wait. Sonia, did you hear Denise died? Yes. Okay, yeah. We're working out the funeral arrangements now. I just wanted you to know. Yeah, okay. Yes, my heart was broke on it. It broke okay. on that. Okay, but go ahead. I'm sorry. 
spoke some things, and we'll speak on some of that later. But leadership is important, and as as you're very well appreciated, don't don't think it's not seen, not un, unwarranted. And there are those that see the work that you put in, put foot down in front of the other. But know that that when you said that yes, and even when we say our yes, God sees all. So don't worry, it, it's all done, and you're it's coming. It's, and, and this is something that we needed. And the water that you just put out there, you know, it went into some of our cups and it's been picked up. So keep keep going. Don't be discouraged. It, there, there are people that are watching you and seeing what you do. And they may not know how to express it or come up to you and say anything. So don't give up. Keep going. Isn't that? Amen. Um, you- Amen. Bless you. All right. Anyone else? Anyone else? Come on. Baby, baby brother. It's just sister. Hey. It's Demetriana. Hey, I love you. Thank you for sharing this morning. And you said so much stuff. And um, when you talk about unringing a bell, I like that because what Pastor Nutt says is you can't unscramble an egg. That's why you got to be careful the words you let come out your mouth, whether it's leadership or whomever, um, because you can't take back what you say. And so in that, leadership is hard and i've watched you i've watched other pastors that take a beating because you're still human and i think people forget that i've learned and that's why i'm so grateful for the ministry that i'm under um revival center and then declare victory because you have to be slow to speak we don't do that enough because when you said when you leave churches like people church hop so they're gonna go to another church but you still that same person that left the other stuff right don't bring it. Change it. It's so much to this leadership thing, even when it comes to raising families. Like, you are a leader in your house as a mother, as a father. So what are you showing your children? What are you showing your spouse when your leadership is whack and you're saying things and you're not walking? Nobody's perfect. We're all flawed. But we have to be careful. Like Sonia just said, people are watching you, but people also know, like me, I get it all the time because of my personality. Oh, she all over the top. Okay, well, God created me to be this way, so I'm assigned to who I'm assigned to. So I know I'm too much for some people, and there's people she know the Lord. I most certainly do for myself because we're not all equipped the same. So just like you, your pastoral um, assignment is different from, from my pastor or anybody else's, but we got to be the best that we can be because God knows exactly who we are and who we are assigned to. So I just thank you for your share this morning. I love you. And mom says she loves you, so call her. I love her too. Okay. All right. Anyone else? Come on. You know, sometimes, sometimes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to, this is Sister Sylvia again. You just said something that just brought, you know, got me, um, I spiritually and physically felt it in my body when you said about how a lot of times when you're, you know, there for other people or when you're there to help people and you do these things, but then you find yourself alone or by yourself when you may need help. And I've experienced that quite a bit, especially in this year and what it's done. Um, I'm actually grateful for it because what it has allowed me to do is to lean closer into God and lead closer into his word and depend on him to carry me through when I felt like I was alone or, you know, no one cared or abandoned or needed something. Um, so that's that's what I got out of that, and that's what I'm continuing to do. And, yes, we would love to have people, you know, especially family members, when we need them the most. But I have learned that I know that he said he'll never leave or forsake me. So I just lean more and develop a deeper relationship with him. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. You know, my my thing is this, and, and, and I appreciate everything everybody is saying. Uh, however, um, until you sit in the seat, you'll never know what the leader is experiencing because you're only looking at it from we're only looking at it from a distance we don't know what the man or woman of god is really facing um and what they have to deal with um um and, and i don't i don't get over the pulpit and broadcast it uh, i've got members going to rehab i've got members going 
being placed here and being placed there. And, and I've spearheaded that and not one time have I stood over the pulpit and said, this is what I do because I don't want people just to get in their mind. The pastor is just preaching and teaching, but pastor is, is pastoring. He's loving people. And, and, and I don't get over the pulpit and broadcast people's business and, and tell what I've done for people and, and things like that because there's so much to the leader than what you see. You don't know who calls him or her. You don't know who's stopping by their house. You don't know what issues that he or her have to deal with. So we ought to be, we ought to be, um, a little kinder to leadership. Um, um, uh, because, because it's, it's very important and keep our leaders encouraged because you don't know what they deal with. Y'all, that's why sometimes, uh, my brother, my brother has a comedy show tonight. He don't know it, but Dee, I'm going to Richmond tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the comedy show just to laugh, just to, just watch my brother do comedy tonight because I just, I just, I just want to laugh. I just, I want to forget about everything else and just, and just laugh, you know, and y'all sometimes your life cannot be all business. It cannot be all business. It has to be a balance. And don't forget why you're in leadership to enjoy your life, to enjoy what you do. Everybody else enjoying what they do, they do, but learn how to enjoy what you do. All right. Anyone else? Come on. Come on. Where's the comedy show? Uh, at Providence Baptist Church in Richmond. Thank you. Bishop Cobb. Bishop Cobb. Anyone else? Come on. Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. This is Miss B. Hey. Your teaching is excellent, and I appreciate you. Oh, bless your heart. I'd like to turn off the... Anyone else? This is your time. Good morning. This is Marshall. Thank you for the declaration. Thank you for being authentic and sharing and... Um, I'm praying God's your strength. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. You know, I know some people see Didi and I joking on Facebook all the time, and they they're laughing and stuff. Uh, who was that? I saw somebody in the in Kaiser the other day, and said, "I love when you and Didi." Um, uh, go back and forth on Facebook and stuff. You, you don't, you never know who's watching, as Dee Dee said. You never know who's watching. And, um, and, uh, but truth of the matter is behind what Dee Dee posts or what she, what she's saying or whatnot, you don't know what she's dealing with. You don't know what Lavelle is dealing with, um, on the inside. So we have to be very, very careful what we say and how we say what we say because people are dealing. People are dealing, y'all. It's a it's it's a hard time sometimes. It really is. So especially in leadership. So so sometimes why don't you just go take your leader out to eat? Take him or her out to eat. Be a blessing to them and just say, you know what, I love you. I I love you. I just thought about all you do and I just want to say that I love you. I wish I had me a witness here. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that part, and thank you for um, for your response um, to what I'm saying about leaning into God, because, you know, I have not walked in your shoes, I will say yet, but it makes you wonder if you want to take a next, you know, if you're called that responsibility. But I went to Chicago last week, and I brought back some of the famous Garrett's popcorn, and the first person I thought about was my pastor, because he loves treats and he loves to eat. And this man, I tell you, I'm glad that you um, are putting that out there about loving and, you know, tell them how much we care because this is someone who has single moms Sunday where he's gifting single parents, rather, you know, gift cards and bath stuff because his mom was a single mother, you know. And if you need something and you are struggling, never hesitate and don't get sick because he will door dash food to your house. That's what I believe you're talking about is showing your gratitude because he has so much love for his congregation. How about just loving him back? Thank you. Wow. That's big. Thank you. All right. Anyone else? 
anyone else? All right, if there's not another, please remember that there is Friday Night Live tonight. Um, let's all get on the line and um, and um, let's uh, enjoy ourselves tonight and, and Friday Night Live. I'm going to listen to it on my way to the uh, comedy show. And um, and um, we want to um, um, just laugh and let's have a good time and um, and enjoy our day. Amen. Is that all right? Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. All right. All right. I love everyone. Uh, you all have a wonderful day in the Lord today. Um, and um, we'll be back on the line Monday if you are in Stockton or the the Sacramento area and you don't have a church home. Y'all look us up, Greater Harvest in Sacramento and Mount Zion in Stockton. Uh, one church in two locations. Uh, be our guest. Amen. Come worship with us. May God bless y'all. May God keep you is my prayers. I love all of you. And y'all have a great day and a great weekend. Blessings. Bye-bye. Bless you, Pastor Bell. Thank you. Thank bless you. Have you. a great day, everyone.